anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder. Mental health is really important, and I think we should talk about it. So this is the mental health episode, dedicated to somebody special named Haley. Thank you to Christiane for telling me to make this episode, and I hope you all enjoy. So you know the drill. Grab a friend, grab a drink, come on over, and let's get real. Hi, hello, and welcome back to Let's Get Real. I'm your host, Lee. So before we get started, anytime I say the word, um, you can turn this into a drinking game by taking a shot. I am not liable for the bad decisions you will make, and all views are that of my own. So this is the mental health episode. Um, I've been asked to do this, and I'm really honored and flattered. Uh, In my community, we lost a very bright, shining star Uh, named Haley. I'm not going to say any last names just to protect uh, that person's identity. Um, I was reached out to by a friend. uh, Her name's Christiane and she's incredible and I have nothing but love and respect for her um, to see if I would be willing to talk about mental health in a podcast episode. And of course, my God, like I think that people in general, we, we need to start talking about mental health, whether it be our own Um, how the system works, what doesn't work. Um, It's such a broad spectrum. Like, mental health is becoming more and more, um, I think, you know, universally spoken about, but we also have to really keep trying to, uh, you know, not demonize people with mental health because that's still kind of an issue, I think. Like, I feel genuinely really bad uh, for people that have, like, personality disorders or whatever. It's like, that's not their fault at all. That's just the way that their uh, brain chemistry is. And, yeah, sometimes they need medication to function. And that's super okay. And never feel guilty for that. You are allowed to need medication to function. That is so okay. Like, please, please, please never feel like a burden because that's who you are. You are lovable and you have friends, your family loves you. My God, like, please never feel bad for doing the shit that you have to do in order to be your best happy, functional, safe self, okay? Don't let anybody tell you that, you know, the things that you have to do in order to be okay are not okay. Because that's wrong and disgusting and we don't love that. We love happy, safe people, so gonna kick that off with that message. So I'm going to talk about my personal experience uh, as well with mental health. Um, So I am diagnosed with uh, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. I also have um, generalized anxiety disorder and I have ADHD, which it's a pretty intense mix of things and like I understand that I have a lot of work I have to do. Um, in terms to overcome a lot of these things. My anxiety is, it's like, it's the most debilitating shit I have ever been through in my life. I was diagnosed with that in 2014. And it's it's just gotten worse um, in time. I went to cognitive behavioral therapy um, with this incredible therapist in uh, the, ca- or like the county. <laughs> We're not in America. In the province that I live, uh, there's a town called Wolfville, and there's this excellent, and I will gladly name drop this person, 
excellent, excellent cognitive behavioral therapist named Midge. Um, if anybody ever wants her contact info, let me know and I will gladly uh, give you her business card or give you her information. Um, she, she really changed my life. So when I first did the round, the first round I should say, of cognitive behavioral therapy, like, she, I went from having panic attacks basically like every day. I couldn't go out like in public. I had such bad social anxiety. I couldn't function. I was like cooped up in my house for six months. And like I dropped out of university. I was just like a mess. I was a hot mess. And I don't know what she did to my brain, but she genuinely like, ah, she just fixed me. And by fixed, it was kind of like, because I, I, need, I need to go back. I, I really need to go back to her. I'm doing stuff now, but I think I would like to go back to her. But she really helped me understand um, how my head works. And she said things to me that kind of like made little like hot points that, you know, like I connected things and I could understand things and I learned really great coping mechanisms. Um, now when I have panic attacks, oh my God, they last probably for five minutes and I can talk myself out of them. Oh my God, before they'd last for like, the longest one I ever had was an probably three hours and it was horrific. Like it was like, I am going to die. Like this is it. And if you've never had a panic attack, I would not wish that on anyone. Like nobody there. I don't care what you've done in life. I would never ever wish a panic or anxiety attack on anyone. They are debilitating. And anytime I've had one, like I'm just so physically exhausted afterwards. Like when I feel like, oh, I'm finally okay. It's like, you just, you're so drained of all your energy. And it's, it's horrible. But uh, seeing this cognitive behavioral therapist, like she really gave me the tools to equip myself better with um, the knowledge and understanding of how to be okay. Um, Granted, I'm, I'm struggling with a lot of things currently. Uh, a lot of you do know, because it was made extremely public uh, a couple years ago, that I, and I have no shame in saying this now, I was in an abusive relationship for three years and it totally destroyed my brain. Genuinely. Like, narcissistic abuse, it's, it's so sinister because you don't know really the damage that's done until you're out because you're just in constant survival mode you're in fight or flight constantly you keep you know you're being gaslit any second that this person gets and you're just like you don't really know up from down i've only been out of this for two years and i have a lot of work i still have left to do um I, i'm extremely defensive i'm oh my god like i'm just i'm so like I'm really hard to deal with and I understand this. I'm not easy because um, it, and it sucks too because I personally really want to just have fun and feel good all the time. But then all of these thoughts creep in about like how I'm like the worst person ever, like a dumb piece of shit and how, you know, like it, I just think about how I was treated and I'm always so scared that somebody else is going to do that to me. So I just throw up all these walls. And I make it really hard for people to like me because I'm just like so not receptive, even though I'm screaming on the inside being like, oh my God, I just want to love this person or I just want to be loved too. And I just go about it completely the wrong way. Like I go in guns blazing. Like it's just, God, there's so much shit. 
They do not tell you about narcissistic abuse and how it affects your behavior and your brain. I am slowly learning uh, about that now because I'm in narcissistic abuse recovery. Um, and it's been <laughs> eye-opening. It's not gonna be an overnight fix. I still definitely display a lot of problematic shit, but that's my fault. And like, that's not, that's not my fault, I should say. That is mine to own. That is mine to understand. And that is mine to go through and fix. Um, and you know, I'm not really ashamed to say that either. It's like, I know for a fact, I am not perfect. I have said some pretty horrible shit. I have done some pretty horrible shit. Um, and that's, again, that's mental health. Like, you know, your illnesses don't define you. What you go through does not define you. That is not who you are. That is just like a very, very small fraction of the, the person that you are today. Like I try now, I do not want to be a victim. I, I definitely lived this lifestyle where I was like, oh, I'm a victim, like everything fucking sucks for me. And now I'm like, why the fuck do I want to identify as that? I absolutely do not. I want to identify as somebody who's overcome shit. I want to be strong. I want to be resilient and I want to be brave. So that's my label. Those are my labels because I'm choosing those labels. I am so fucking done being a victim. I'm so tired of feeling bad and so I'm going to do something about it. And I don't want it to ruin my friendships, my relationships, you know, like it's, the, it's not just about how it affects you too. And I'm realizing that now for me, like this is just a for me issue with my mental health. It's like, it's not just about me. I do not want to hurt other people so desperately because I know what that feels like. Like it's horrible. Like I hate feeling shitty because somebody else isn't right. Like they don't have their shit together or they're not in a place a good place it's like I don't want to be that person so I'm actively trying to change my shit because it fundamentally matters for my future and for like my the future of my relationships so again like it, and it's hard to take those steps like it's really really fucking hard to be like hey I'm fucked up and I know I'm fucked up and you're allowed to say that you are fucked up like Things will fuck us up in life. There are so many like weird, bizarre things and you know, things just happen. Nothing, I swear to God, nothing happens for a reason. Things just happen. And so I'm choosing to own my shit, to call myself out and to just do it because I don't have a choice anymore. So that's where I'm at with my mental health. So that's like, I want to stop doing the things that are problematic and change my life. Uh, my anxiety is just out of control too. I was on Ativan actually for quite some time and now I'm kind of wondering it's like well should I you know should, should I try something else? Should I do like a long-term uh, anxiety medication or should I you know whatever like should I do that? Should I medicate myself? I don't really know the answer to that exactly because what's best for me um <clears throat> seems to not be medication it seems honestly to be therapy and I talked a lot of shit about therapy I was always kind of like no like I don't need that that's not for me but then when I actually went and did it I was like oh shit I feel better so you know I can't I can't keep putting my pride in front of like 
my future, so I'm gonna have to take a step back and be like, okay, well, I need to do this because it's, it's gonna fundamentally just better my life. But a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, they may not have the ability to think that way. Maybe they're in so deep that they think that they're just, well, shit isn't worth it, you know, like they don't want to do that, blah, 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 what have you. Like they, they just do not feel like they have the ability to get better. And that's a really hard place to be. I have felt like that once personally in my life. Um, and again, I'm just using my own experience because I cannot speak on behalf of anybody else because I'm not in your head. I don't know anything unless you tell me. But again, I genuinely do not know. I have felt in my life once that nothing was worth it. I don't want to do this anymore. Like I just, I can't get better. And that's when I was stuck in that abusive relationship. And I, I remember the night that I sat on the edge of my bathtub and I just kind of, I just had my head in my hands and I was just like, shit's not gonna get better. Like, it, it's just not. And when you're in that deep and you feel like you're so alone and that you feel like there's nobody on the planet who cares about you, who wants you to be there, that's a fucking hard place to be. Like that, when you feel like not participating in the life experience is probably better for you than anything else, I promise you staying around is, is so much better. Even if you're just trying, even if you're just barely, you know, making it by in the skin of your teeth, the fact that you are still here and trying, give yourself a fucking round of applause because life is not easy. It can be extremely unkind sometimes, but it also can be just so magical and beautiful and that's the shit that got me through anything, really. I was kind of like, there, there's just, there's just like, um, there's just so many things that I really hope will keep people tied to the planet and tied to their families and tied to their friends. I am so thankful that I have probably the best family and I'm gonna probably cry uh, <laughs> saying this I am loved by two of the most incredible people on the planet I was adopted by my mom and my dad and I won the parent lottery they have been my biggest support since day one they have seen me try they have seen me fail they have loved me through all of it a lot of people don't get to say that but I get to say that. They have seen my mental health struggles. They have seen, you know, they've seen me, you know, flourish. They've seen me, like, kind of recluse into myself. They, they've seen, they've seen all of it. And, again, they've been my biggest supports. Like, they knew the stuff that I was going through, and they were just always there. I, I love my parents unconditionally. Like, if I did not have them in my life, truly, um, I don't really know where I'd be. My dad and my mom are, like, salt of the earth. Like, really. Like, I mean, I'm... I wish that I did not put myself in a lot of situations when I was younger. I think I would have turned out so, so different. But they never... They never made me feel bad for any of those situations I got myself in. Truly, none of them, like, n not once. And 
I think that to me is like exactly, you know, if, if I ever, I don't think I'll ever become a parent, but if like, if I ever was, I would definitely adopt that principle and apply that to my children because I've never once felt bad or had her sorry. I've never felt bad about stuff that I've gone through because they told me not to feel bad. And that's important for people like me. I beat myself up a lot, like a lot. Um, anytime I do something wrong or anytime I, I just, I'm not at my best. I, I just overthink the shit out of it and I just beat myself up. That's, that's a mental health thing. Like it's, it's, it's hard to, uh, get out of that mindset. Um, I, I literally had somebody call me fucking stupid for like three years or made me feel like I was lesser than anything. And I... I always feel like I'm a failure because of so many of the things that person put me through and, you know, having these two people in my life um, who constantly remind me that I'm intelligent, I'm loving, I'm kind, I'm not a bad person, I think is what kept my two feet on this planet. And I say that with all earnest because there, I, there was a time where I don't, I don't think I was going to be here. And that segues into a whole different conversation. We need better services. We need accessible services to people who feel like that. We need to recognize the signs too of like when somebody in our life isn't doing so good. We need to be vigilant because we're gonna lose people and we are losing people. It's like we're losing really good people because we just don't have the resources. And I think the Nova Scotia government, we like to say that, you know, we have excellent mental health services and we just don't. We're not there. We're, we're not. Like, there's a lot of people who aren't here that really should be had they had access to those services or if they had better treatment or if they had access to different medications or, you know, it's like there's such like a broad variety of things. And I'm not trying to like blame anyone because you you can't blame any party in this you can't blame the person with the mental health issue it's it's really almost hard to blame the mental health services since you know there are few resources and there are limitations and it's like yes we need to create more and we need to make them accessible but we can't I can't ultimately blame what we have it's like we, we're working so hard with what we have, but we, we just, we have to do better. We have to do better for everybody at this point. Um, because I'm really tired of hearing about really beautiful people feeling like their two feet don't belong on this planet. That's, that's just heartbreaking to me. Um, I, I can't, I can fathom because I, I felt like that like once like deeply once but I can't I can't really imagine how painful that would be um I can't I can't imagine what that's like for people who who just can't be here anymore and I am so tired of people saying people who decide that they no longer want to be on this planet are cowards they're not I can't even fathom the pain that they must go through and the struggles that they must 
face daily and you know what like you, you can't say that those people are cowards because they're probably some of the bravest people we've ever met in our lives they're probably some of the funniest people we've ever met the kindest the most loving the most generous like all of these people man like they're struggling with something that I personally can't even fully grasp and to call them a coward is disgusting people with mental health issues um, they're not cowards they fight a battle every fucking day and the fact that some of them are still able to show up every day they're some of the bravest people I know like it's not easy this life game is not easy there are so many factors right now that I think attribute to poor mental health well think about like the rising cost of like everything inflation is at its all-time high minimum wage isn't raised enough like we're, we're no one is really able to live a fully functional life or like people are struggling out there and you know what I can I understand why anxiety is at an all-time high depression like anything any sort of mental health is attributed like I'm sure like all of this and people are getting sicker I mean, we have COVID, like, we have COVID fatigue, like, oh my god, like, there's just so many factors. And again, we need to really match those mental health services. We really need to up the ante. We need to make therapy also fucking accessible to people. My god, therapy is so outlandishly expensive. You're either covered under your insurance or you're not. And I understand there's subsidies and things as well, and you can get on plans. But my God, like we really have to start making it more accessible to like everyone. Every, everybody should go to therapy. Like truly, like if, if that's something I've kind of thought about more than once is yeah, everybody should go to therapy. Everybody should have a therapist. If you are able to have one, that's phenomenal. Like great. They are fundamentally helpful. I mean, to some people they might be. I'm not saying that like as a blanket statement they're going to be helpful for everyone because that wouldn't be necessarily true. But we need to make these services more available. We it feels sometimes like therapy's almost kind of classist. Like the really good therapists are just kind of out of reach or something. And it's like why? Why do, you know, why do people who can afford it, you know, have it? I think it should be affordable to everybody, really. So that's a whole nother topic that really genuinely bothers me. Um, and again, like I just wanna say, just because you have mental health struggles does not make you unlovable. Like, I can't, I can't even like think of anybody that I know who has mental health, like borderline personality disorder, like bipolar, uh, anxiety, depression, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Not one of you that I have ever met in my life who any of you have told me this, I have never once found you to be unlovable. Like that's, that's not how that works. And I'm sorry if anybody has ever taken your mental health and used it against you, that is not okay. And I really hope you know that's not okay. Um, you're all, just bright, shiny, beautiful people who are just, you just had something happen and that's okay. Like you have something and that's okay. I 
promise. It's okay. You will you will find the people who are meant to be in your life. I really strongly believe that. Like you and and anyway, you don't want everybody in your life. You don't want just anybody in your life. You want special people who make you feel good, who make you whole, who who are an accessory to your life, who add to your happiness. Just because you have, let's say, borderline personality disorder, that does not make you a bad person. That does not make you unlovable. Like, you just you just have a mental health struggle, and that's okay. Oh my god, we have to we have to stop making people feel so less because of who they are. That makes you unique. You're just you. You get to be you. That's pretty fucking cool in my books. If you are just able to be yourself, that's the coolest thing you can be. Don't let anybody give you shit because you're different or because you're outside of the norm. What the fuck is normal anyway? Like, think about it. None of us know what normal is anymore. Like, everybody's got something. I promise you that. A lot of people are insecure. I'm, I'm one of them. I am a horribly insecure person. Um, and I'll talk about that. I have major body dysmorphia. Like, I, since I have lost in total 61 pounds since September 2019, I still fucking hate myself all the time. I think I'm awful. Like, I, I don't, I struggle immensely with my body image. Um, and that's because, you know, media has fed me my entire life skinny, skinny women, beautiful women, blah, blah, blah. There was never really any sort of body diversity. And I definitely succumbed to that, especially in high school. And you know what? I still succumb to that now. I never feel like I really match up with anybody. I feel very blah. And I'm, I'm losing weight for health reasons. Like I'm trying to be like my healthy best self, which is totally acceptable. Um, but yeah, I struggle with body image a lot as well. And that, that is definitely a correlation to mental health. So for people who struggle, fuck, you're so not alone. I'm literally sitting here on a podcast just rambling about shit because I don't want you to feel fucking alone. And I want your two feet to stay on this planet because you matter. I mean, how could you not matter? Like there's, there's always going to be somebody who's going to look at you like you're the most incredible thing that's ever happened to them. I promise you will find that. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but it's gonna come and it's gonna hit you like a freight train and it's gonna feel fucking awesome. And I can't wait for you to experience that, truly. And you know, and if you're struggling, you know, you can get help. I know it's so hard to ask for help because you don't wanna worry people either. And I I get that. I really, really get that. But if you don't, And if you're like me and you let something fester and if you let it just kind of grow inside you, it's just going to come out in really ugly, shitty ways that's going to make you feel bad, that might hurt other people. And I just, I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anybody. So sometimes we just have to be brave and be like, okay, I have to fix myself. It's really hard and it's embarrassing a little bit. For me, it's definitely a little bit embarrassing, you know, knowing that I'm like, yeah, well, I gotta work on my shit. That's a, that's a hit to the ego, but like, that's something else that I'm learning to address is my ego. Um, I do have one. 
I thought I didn't. I absolutely do. Um, and I'm working on dealing with that. But I don't know if this podcast has been entirely helpful. It's just been kind of like, this is how I view things. This is how I see things. And I just want you guys to keep your two feet here on the ground with me on this planet. You're meant to be here, I promise. I don't really know what your purpose is, but I'm sure you have one. So anytime that you're feeling bad, feel free to reach out to me on any social like social media that I even have. I have Facebook, I have Instagram, and I have Twitter. And if you need anybody, I can definitely send you resources, links, whatever you need in order to, you know, succeed. I want you to succeed. I want you to be able to do things. I want you to do big, great things with your life. And just because you have mental health struggles does not mean you don't deserve amazing, great things. That there's no correlation. Okay? So, that being said, I will drop my Instagram handle. It's at Lily's house. So, the at symbol, L-E-L-E-S-H-A-U-S on Instagram. Because you don't deserve to feel alone. Uh, no one does. And if I can give you any sort of resources, uh, any sort of like helpline that you need, I have no problem with that. And neither should any of your friends or your family. And you know, you can Google that. You can Google that too. There's no shame. We needed to stigmatize mental health. And I think talking about it is a huge step. Do I feel like a little vulnerable sharing all this? Absolutely. But if that makes somebody else feel validated, so be it. So that concludes, I believe, the mental health episode. Um, Again, I hope this was helpful. Uh, Thank you to my friend Christiane who gave me the idea. And again, this is dedicated to somebody in our community that we lost named Haley. I wish that she was still here. Um, I know her family does. I know all of her best friends do. It's hard losing a really bright shining star in our community it affected so many people so I want you to think about that think about the hole that your absence would leave because I promise it would leave one until next time this has been let's get real with Lee